Welcome to Sacred Cows, a podcast where we ask the age-old question, why do we do what we do? My name is Daniel. And I'm Bria. And each week we will look at life or family or the church and ask questions to help us as we journey through life together. So grab your favorite caffeinated beverage and come and chat with us. So welcome to our first episode of Sacred Cows. Uh, w- this is a long time coming. What a weird title. That's <laughs> true. That's very, very true. But this we is, just like cows. This has been a long time coming. I, I don't want to be dramatic, but I'm going to say years. We have a lot to say. We, <laughs> we, we really <laughs> no, do. And kidding. it's super valuable. Super valuable. <laughs> We're tired of talking to each other all the time. <laughs> it sounds like a... Uh, infomercial that's true tired of talking to each other (laughs) so we're actually gonna get into why uh we chose this title sacred cows but but, first but first tell us a little bit about yourself daniel a little bit about me what's your favorite movie uh my name is daniel yeah uh my favorite movie is star wars obviously um all that's not. I, I, no. Is that not You're entirely accurate? Lose half the I'm going to lose half yeah. the audience. Uh, I have my own critiques of the newest movies. Uh, I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to turn too many people off of being like, "Oh my goodness, he doesn't like the new Star Wars." So exit. Not listening to this. Even though it's just like my mom who's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's like, so What's Star Wars? that's my favorite. Yeah, uh, th- my favorite franchise of all time, Star Wars. But those who know me already know that about me. It's true. A um, little bit about me. I really like doing things hands-on uh i like doing construction projects or bria whatever bria has me doing around the house whether that's hanging shelves or building (laughs) stuff that i have no idea what she's using it for but she's very creative so she usually finds something for it uh but that's what i really enjoy doing and obviously being hands-on comes with being hands-on comes playing with my kids being outside i'm i think our kids have been outside more than their probably some people have in their entire life. They were born outside. They were born outside. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's a, a little bit uh, a, about me. I'm very hands-on. I like that. Uh, I enjoy being around people. I enjoy uh, leading people in regards to seeing who God wants them to be. Uh, but in order to do that, I have to really be sure of who God wants me to be. Um, so that's why it's this constant life of study and prayer and being in the word and saying, you know, God, what are you trying to say to me? So I can then better lead others. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a little bit about me. What about you, Bria? Everything he just said, I'm the complete opposite. You don't enjoy spending time with the kids. (laughs) 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 That's the complete opposite. No, well, no, that's not true then. Um, about me, I guess I shouldn't have asked you that question because now I have to answer it. Um, what do I like to do? I like to organize things by color. That's very true. Of the What's rainbow, Ro- specifically Roy, Roy, Roy G. Biv. Roy I can't G. believe Biv. you've never. No, heard. I thought Where that did was. Did you go to school? I thought that was one of your university professors when you said it first. <laughs> Who's Roy G. Biv? It's the colors of the rainbow. I understand yeah. you don't know that. Um, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> I'm a mom of three, so. Um, like any other moms out there, sometimes you find yourself lost in motherhood. So it's hard to know what I like to do. But I do um, love being with my kids. I love the family unit, whatever that may look like in mm. your um, situation. But I just love the the purpose and what the family unit has to 
offer and yeah. to um, bring to the world and what God uh, designed the family unit. Again, whatever that looks like to be able to fulfill his um, great commission. Yeah. So I just had our last baby. Are we calling him Are you, last you're baby? looking at, for those no. of you who no, are just listening now right now, she's on. looking at me and giving me the eyes. <laughs> Yeah. We just had our third child a year ago. Yes. So I am just kind of getting back into the groove of working and being human again. So I will answer <laughs> the rest of your question at a later date. Perfect. Sounds I love good. Runaway Bride. Oh, have you ever good. watched that with me? I, I have. I think you're yeah. lying. No, I, I have. Okay. That's cool. I think. Is that the one where he like... She runs away because she's a bride? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. No, that's great. <laughs> So, so yeah, yeah, sacred cows. So you can almost see the perspectives right away that we both could approach right. what we're going to talk about. So yeah, but that's a little bit about us. But let's get into sacred cows. But before we actually say what wh- why we did that, mm-hmm. let's talk about cows a little let's bit. Let's talk about cows. Let's talk about cows. You guys have any cow trivia, cow facts? Well, this is the place to come, specifically <laughs> for this episode. And you can repeat it to be like, ooh, I'm going to use that at my next meeting. So there you go. Um, did you know that all cows are female? The males are bulls. I think we all knew yes, that. But, you know, I we're starting that. light. I knew starting that, light. but in the same breath, I don't think I did. But until a cow has a calf. No, when a cow has a calf. Right? That's no. right. No, it's before she has a calf. She's a until heifer. She's a heifer. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. You're thinking. I'm you're thinking, thinking Uncle Cy Duck Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, get on, you heifer. <laughs> and then the heifer threw me. What was it? That's a good episode. <laughs> Good episode. Uh, cows are, again, something you might know, might not. Uh, all cows are vegetarians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like that salad. Mm-hmm. You can relate mm-hmm. in regards to I the salad. I do enjoy a good salad. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, they Cows' heads. Let's talk about their heads specifically. Uh, they can actually see almost 360 degrees. Right. But it, they find it very hard to actually look right in front of them. Isn't that it's, funny? It sounds like a husband, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. I can see all around me, but when I go to the fridge, it's right in front of you. And where's the ketchup? And shockingly enough, it's the milk that you can't find. And we're talking about cows. And it's right in the. Hey, I like that. Yeah, tie that in together. Pointing out my faults. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Ten hours a day. Maybe some of you can relate to this. They lay down for ten hours. Lay down for ten hours a day. Wouldn't that be sweet? No, I feel like you'd be bored. But I believe. But I also read somewhere that they get up and down about sixteen times a day. So they're reaching that they goal. They get up to get back down again. Yeah, they, pretty much to move around, you know. So you if, they have a goal, if they have a goal in their Apple Watch, <laughs> they're making it. They're making that stand goal. Oh, that's funny. Uh, moving on. Yep. 800 different types and breeds of cattle in that's the world. That's a lot. When that's you think a lot. About it. That's, 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 that's a lot of beef. And milk. And milk. And cheese. <laughs> cheese. I like this one. Cows can smell up to six miles away. That's how, oh, we did, ooh, we're gonna we're gonna look real not smart now because I don't know how miles to kilometers. Oh goodness. That's fine. Anyways, is it two, six two point two point two kilometers to a mile? I don't know. Just don't say anything because then you just okay. We're Canadian. Yeah, yeah, we don't get it. But um, obviously, I got this from a website that was American. Smell up to six miles away. They can. Can you imagine? I feel like most moms can smell up to six miles away, too. And I That's feel true. like this may be getting a little bit too close to comfort, but I feel like when you know when it's your kid, especially when they've done, like, number two. <laughs> like, you know, like, if you're at, like, a playground with other kids and another child has done number two, you know it's <laughs> Is that a mom thing? <laughs> I, maybe. Do you know maybe. your kid? Do you know the smell of your That's kid's true. poop? But it's been weird lately because we changed his diapers. 
and they oh, have like they a scent. Oh, they smell different. So Ezra's changed. We've changed his his diaper so now brand. We don't know. So it almost always smells like he's got something. Which yeah. you're probably wondering, what kind of diapers is he wearing that always smells like they that? They don't smell. Daniel no, has a weird just, nose. Yeah. Um, the, nine point six kilometers. Nine point six kilometers. Yes. So they, they can, can smell. smell almost ten kilometers away. Yeah. And they're very social, which is weird because if they lay down 10 hours a day, but they're like social. Yeah. That sounds like good social interaction though. Like we're just going to like laze around Let's and just eat some together. grass and talk about life. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a good idea. It is. Yeah. And I think usually, and that's actually how farmers know. And again, I'm just reading here. Uh, that's actually how farmers know if there's something wrong with their cow. Either they're about to give birth. They separate from the, right. the group. What, what's a pack, a pack of cows? A herd. A herd of cattle. Pack, they, of cattle. pack of cows. A murder of cows. Um, and uh, they actually go, if they're about to give birth, they separate. Or if there's something wrong, wrong. with them physically, yeah. uh, then they actually separate themselves from the group. So that yeah. makes it pretty easy for farmers to be like, ooh, there's something wrong with Bessie over there. Yeah. Not something all cows' Bessie. names are Bessie. That's true. The, all the cows I meet yeah. are named Bessie. <laughs> They'll chew for up to eight hours a day. Yes. And their jaw moves 40,000 times, times a day. day. I can relate. Can you? I think so. Probably can. Yeah. Or it's like when... Are, I, are we you... haven't really had a kid that's like regurgitated. I feel like my... I feel like maybe my nephew did... That. I don't know. There's a baby I know that like kind of like kept it... Maybe it was me. Maybe it was you. I think it was me. Kept it in the cheek and then like for later. Like chewed the food and then kept it in my cheek. For those of you who don't know, Bria's uh, parents were chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, what, that, that's, that's why. And our last uh, one. This one I feel like you can relate to. True. Uh, can't sleep while standing. Yeah. It's true. At what age is it that dads can just fall asleep everywhere? Like you'd I think be that sitting, comes with the starter Sitting pack. in the car wait, waiting for the kids and you just a two-second power nap. Where are your what? kids when you're in the car and you're not with them? Well, it's like if in you're the picking them up from school. In the future, are you talking about? <laughs> I was thinking or like what when, you when you're picking me? them up from school. Right. Or because, uh, you know, there's usually a child in the car when one of us leaves to go right. get the other child. And you so just have a nap? I'm divulging waves of information here <laughs> this morning that maybe, secrets. maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> All of my deep, dark secrets. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, so I just want to back up really quick because it's talking about the chewing the eight hours, hours a day and the yeah. jaw moving 40,000 times a day. Are you a sweet or salty person, Bria? Both. Are you? Depends I'll on your mood. Sometimes I'm very salty. I'll buy the... <laughs> oh, were you... Was that like I, a, I was talking was about like food. A, oh, no, yeah. it wasn't a dig. It wasn't a dig, no. I would buy the chips. Remember? I don't know if they still sell them. Remember the chips that they were dipped in chocolate? I've Do you remember that? I've never heard of those. It was like... I feel like it was like a small endeavor by like Lay's that they had like plain chips, but like half of it was dipped in chocolate. That's my jam. That's your jam? Actually, I just nice. like food. Well, yeah. But not not like all food. I mean, I've been married to you for I like 10 junk years. food. If the mood I calls for like it. I eat like a teenage boy. Yeah, if the mood <laughs> So, full word of disclosure, last night we had a program at the church, and uh, we're watching The Chosen. Not sponsored. Uh, <laughs> we're watching The Chosen at church and studying it together. And on the way home, I picked up McDonald's for myself and Bria, because that's just what we do. Sometimes. It's true. We have a treat. And the kids are all in, and, and we're going to get insta judge right now, but the kids are all in bed. You insta know, we just judge. want, everyone does We that. just want mommy daddy time where we can just haven't bite into a Big Mac. Haven't you seen the meme where Adele won like eight Grammys and she's holding them like all in her arms and they take a picture of her and the meme is like me with all of my snacks after my kids have gone to bed. <laughs> 
that's what everyone does that. That's a very popular one. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little cow trivia. Um, feel free to share with us any cow trivia that you have. We're big <laughs> supporters. Cow expert. Yeah, we're we're we big cows. supporters of cows. Have you yeah. ever tipped a cow? I have not. Me neither. I have not. I, I don't think I feel like that's cruel. That's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't even. Oh goodness. We're both big supporters of, of cows, both <laughs> in the fields and on our plates. Um so there we go. Yeah. We're not like activists or crazy like that or you know. But yeah. hey. But when we start the idea, I guess, when we start talking about the idea of doing yes. the podcast and what yes. we want it to talk about. And yes. We always talk about things that um I guess sometimes are taboo or you don't really talk about in the church or even in marriage or in your life. It's just things that are assumed that we don't talk about. And, and we, we, and we all, like to ask why a lot. We like to ask we like those to ask annoying why. people yes. and we're getting paid back because our six year old now asks yeah. why all the time. So we're going to, we'll work on that. But sacred cows, right? It's a term that maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't. Um, when we go into a church or a building or something. Sometimes you see stuff that like you can't touch, you can't move, you have to do even in our homes. Like Mm -hmm. there's like special, there's special, I don't know if this was in your house, like special China that you, you just look at. Oh yeah. You don't use it. You just look at it. See, we use use ours for special occasions. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But mostly you just look at it. Or I remember when my mom used to make Christmas cookies they would be frozen and put in the freezer downstairs Mm -hmm. and you like, you don't eat them. Those are for company. That's right. <laughs> you can't, yep. you can't yep. actually eat them. They're like, and just these little silly things that yeah, we do sometimes, true. right? That yeah. really don't mean a whole lot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we just, we do them. That's right. We do and, them. and I mean, even in the church and in the home, and I guess I was going to say the, ch- the church is an institution, I guess, based on where you're looking at it from, that's right. one of the opinions, but in, in corporations, in businesses, there's sacred cows they're right. just things that's been happening over and over and over right. and it happens because of this right. and there's really no logical reason why we keep doing it right we just do it because we've we've always done it that yeah. way so why don't we actually get into a definition yeah we looked at the definition cow. and it yeah. was so interesting because we knew we thought we knew what it was but then we looked at the definition yeah. and we were like huh so an, a definition of of a sacred cow is an idea a custom or an institution held especially especially unreasonably to be above criticism and there's actually a reference there uh to the the hindu religion and their respect for uh the cow as a a sacred sacred animal animal. so that's where that sacred cow comes from and another definition was for a sacred cow is something that is immune from question and immune from criticism right that's the one I found interesting. Yes. I, because how often is something immune from criticism? Right. And w- and what should be immune from criticism or questioning? Like, should mm. should anything be immune from criticism or That's questioning? That's true. Yeah. Right? Even some deeply held beliefs and not not to turn you off, but maybe some theological understanding of things. Right. It's It's okay to ask why. Right. And I think that's a culture we we try to create even just in our home, right? Uh, but also in in our place of work, we want this idea of yeah, this is in writing, right? But feel free to know that you can come and talk to us, or we can ask the questions of why this is the way it is. Yeah, I think we see God as this like big, and He's big, and He's powerful, and 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 
we see him this way and it's not wrong, but sometimes we see him this way and see it as we can't question him. Yeah. This thing happened to my life and oh, it is what it is. Yeah. And God had a plan and this was meant to be and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I don't, I don't say that with any disrespect, but I really hate it when people say that yeah, because it, it does, it puts God as almost like a sacred cow that he's like up there and you don't, you don't question, you don't, yeah. you don't yeah. talk about it. You don't do anything. You're not allowed to because yeah. you can't question it. And there's a line, of course. Of course. There, there's of a line course. where that questioning turns into unbelief and disbelief and and you don't have the faith that we need to have yeah. but we're supposed to question that's right and we're supposed to even what does it say constructive yeah constructive and, and i think criticism absolutely right? and i think that's one big thing in the church that really irks me is this initial uh, this almost initial it's a judgment of someone's questioning or someone's doing this and right. it's this immediate um Oh, you're struggling with your faith. Yeah. You need more faith. Or you're one of those. Or you're, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're going to cause me trouble. That's yeah. <laughs> true. It's yeah. true. Where, yeah. it, where it's this idea though of we should be, um, I'm not even going to say the word correcting. We should be maneuvering them to say. Uh, exactly. Right. We should be maneuvering them to say, you know what? It's okay to have these questions. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. Uh, don't stop going to God with these questions. Right. You can talk to those people. Your friends around you, I mean, I know this is a hot word or whatever right now. You can go online and look at opinions. <laughs> um, but ultimately, we want to go to scripture. Right. And we want to go to God in prayer, which is an awesome thing we've been given by the death of Jesus Christ, that we can go to God in prayer, this mm-hmm. holy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh but we need to do that. Right. You look at it through the lens of the gospel. Exactly. exactly. And that's what we should be looking through and questioning and criticizing everything yeah. through right yeah. is the lens of the gospel and that really points to our spiritual maturity as christians right. Right. when it's we go to everything else but god right whereas and we're all guilty of, that. Uh, of course yeah we really are. we are sitting both here did, did that was that english sitting both here we are both sitting you're, here you're born in Newfoundland. we're both <laughs> sitting here and we speak perfect english <laughs> uh we're both sitting here and we've questioned right we we both have, have questions but it's taken time, but eventually you, you go to God. And as yeah. you mature in your faith, hopefully more and more, it's you go to God first and right. you spend time in prayer. So what's some examples? What are some examples sacred of, of cows. sacred cows? Uh, do you have one? Don't move stuff. I don't know. In regards to what? Because you're moving stuff in the house all okay, the time. Okay, so thank you. You can move <laughs> stuff in your home it's so because it's fun to organize, but you can't move stuff in the church, specifically the sanctuary. Right. And this may not be in every church and, and we're not talking specifically about any church. No. And, and and we need to make that clear. We're yeah, not, yeah. we're not even talking specifically even our, our context right now. No, just in just general. Experiences. I remember as a teen, as a, as a, as a young teenager going in and like, young you, you can't move the pulpit, right? Like the pulpit was like always a real, some, some of them are huge depending on what church, what denomination they can be like raised up. You don't, you don't touch yeah. it. And there's an extra layer of don't move when someone made that pulpit, yes, yes. donated it to the church and has since passed away. years ago. And has since passed away. Right. And it's hard. And we get that because it's Absolutely. sentimental. Absolutely. It's sentimental. But when we're elevating an item. That's right. To the point of you can't touch it. We can't do anything with it. That item's becoming an idol, right? Yes, and absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we don't want to do. Another one for me is that kids behave a certain way in church. In church. But kind of outside of church, too. Kids behave like a certain way in, in, in church. They have to like sit and they have to listen and to take it all in. 
Um, I struggle with that all the time because my kids are not, they're not going to sit. They don't look like they're listening, but they are taking it in. We've seen examples of that, but we do. Because they're my kids. We do. (laughs) It's true. We do have this like belief that if your kids cannot sit still in church, one, they're bad and you're a bad parent, obviously. And two, they they shouldn't be there. Or as, as parents, we're like, we don't want to go to church with our kids because they're going to be, they're going to talk or they're going to move. Going to and then you feel, right? It's yeah. just like evil cycle of, of whatever, right? We can't yeah. expect kids to behave like adults. And yeah. let's be honest, most of us adults have a hard time sitting through a whole sermon. <laughs> yeah. Most of our, most of us adults don't behave. Right. Right. So I think that's one of the sayer cows that I struggle with. I agree. So what let's, uh, let's bring it home a little bit. Uh-huh. I think one is, Let's say Christmas time or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving time or yep. Easter, the table has mm. to be perfect. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's like the China thing, right? Like yeah, we, that's for true. Hol- I guess maybe even just like holidays yeah. in general can become real like sacred cows. Like we at Christmas, each kid needs like 500 gifts because it's Christmas and that's what we do, right? Like that's the exciting that's thing. But we not, don't but know not why. only that. But not only that. Yeah. If you have multiple children in the same household that you're yeah. buying for, yeah. all of the gifts that you get for them need to be equal. They need to be equal. Not only in dollar so amount. So Bobby gets the same amount also, as Larry. Yes, in dollar amount and unwrapping amount, you know, like the physical present. Because if, if Bobby gets two and Larry gets three, then... That just doesn't work. They don't care about how much that costs. What they see is no. he got another gift and no. I didn't. But it's true. See? We, like, decorations... And then you have Laryl just sitting over there being <laughs> Who's like... Laryl? He's the third child. He's the third child. It's Bobby, Larry, and then the parents <laughs> ran out of names and they named him Laryl. <laughs> Anyways. It was both parents. It was Harold and Larry. And they were like, what did we do? We can't choose which which parent to name them after. So they which went father with to name Laryl. Them? Cool. So that was fun. Um, but the <laughs> holidays, they really do become these like sacred perfection, right? Like everything has yes. to be perfect. Yep. I have to cook, bake like 18 different cookies, even though none of my family actually likes these. It's just I've been doing it this way forever. I feel like I'm talking to myself right now. Um, having a Are you having a come to Jesus moment? <laughs> I do. I struggle with that though. I'm I'm a four on the Enneagram. So that's like this like romanticized, everything needs to yeah. be perfect and beautiful. There's a reality in your mind. Yeah. And that, when it's not, yeah. it's like, obviously I am a failure, not only as a mother, but as a human being. Mm. So I think that is something that I do struggle with is that like sacred cow of every holiday has to be like perfect and everyone has to be behaved. When it, that's not what any of the holidays are about, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But that leads us also into uh, the church and the sacred cow of looking at Sunday mornings. Yeah. Our worship time yeah. and maybe our orders of service. Right. Maybe those uh, who are listening right now who attend churches, like let's say in the Salvation Army or other denominations where maybe you have a worship team, a band, uh, songsters a or a choir yeah. or a kids program. And all of them have to be represented every on Sunday, Sunday morning, yeah. every Sunday. They all have to be given their moment to shine yeah. and that doesn't change. And they all, That's have, a sacred their, cow. They all have their respective ministries that are Absolutely. important, but we do, we get so like obsessed with the order of things. Or like you said, we can only meet on Sundays between the hours of 10 and 12 and, and that's it. Right? Speaking of cows, interesting it's trivia. True. Speaking of cows, does anyone here listen? know the the history behind meeting for church at 10 30 11 o'clock in the morning no no tell okay us. well i'm gonna tell you <laughs> i'm gonna tell you a little story um back in the day farmers had farms i know it would surprise you <laughs> <laughs> and uh 
there was work to do on the farm and they'd be up early in the morning. They'd be doing all their stuff. I, I'm, I'm not a farmer, so I'm not even going to like imagine what went on, Just stuff. but I've been told they, they wake up very <laughs> early and they do a lot of hard work for our benefit, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome, but they wake up so early. So by the time all these morning chores and these, everything's done, they get themselves and their families cleaned up. It Guess what right. time it is? 10 30 11 then they go to church right and for and i guess that's since the church started i'm gonna say in in north america i don't really know the history of where around the world but i'll just say north america so by that time they were ready for church and they were to go at that time and it just stuck and we didn't move away from that kind of 10 30 11 it's it's happening more now than than it did but there's a kind of little tidbit of history for you that that that's why so and we get stuck yeah. we get stuck on that time and then we also get stuck sometimes we're making like this God rests it on the seventh day. We make that kind of a sacred cow too. He he rests it and we it's commanded for us that we rest as well yes. on one day of the week. But it doesn't say what day. No, it and doesn't. And we got Sundays yep. became like this real sacred cow. I don't know if you remember I was living in Nova Scotia when Sunday shopping came out. Like people were allowed allowed to i guess yeah or businesses were allowed to be open open on, on sunday. sunday thank you that's yeah. what i'm trying to say and it was like holy smokes like the world was going to end and i get it we want to have a culture where, where we facilitate almost mandate rest because we're in this hustling craziness we never stop but we've made sunday such a sacred cow it's true that it's yeah. like there's other days of the week yeah. that not only you can meet together for worship but it's almost more important what you're doing on those other days of the week that's true anyways right yeah. so it has it's really become and and to cow. even break that down a little bit more we've made just that between ten thirty and like noon right that time right whereas i mean we were talking about this last night when we were watching the the chosen right uh talking about sabbath or, or shabbat where it was in jewish culture it's friday night to saturday right. night right? right and you know we like to say well I go, I go to church and that's my sabbath and i worship jews went to went to temple right. too but sabbath was not just going no. to temple it was this whole day of being with family hours, yeah. honoring your ancestors yeah um and so we we kind of have it backwards and I, I would challenge those listeners who say you know i i have my sabbath on sunday where i go to church and i would ask them what are you doing for the rest of the 24 hours right 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 or the 22 and a half yeah hours. there's something to it i know like my grandmother my grandfather always joked about how like you can't use scissors they couldn't use scissors on sunday growing up like they weren't allowed to cut anything they weren't allowed to do any like it was it turned into this joke almost of right course, of yeah. how seriously we took it but look how far we swung to the other side right where we don't take sabbath seriously at all and it's almost become this hustling and this work hard and if this this you can't rest because the world will fall apart attitude that a lot of us have have almost become another sacred cow it's true (laughs) so things that are sacred cows a lot of them shouldn't be and things that should be i.e sabbath rest right we don't have as a sacred cow yep Um, that's a good point yeah that's really cool and then finally just topics too right yeah topics that we don't talk about have become yes. sacred cows. And and I, the first one we thought about was just talking about sex. And yeah. that's that's even in the home yeah. with our kids. Talking about sexual sin. Sometimes talk- we don't want yeah. to talk about it with our kids because it's uncomfortable and awkward. Um, we don't talk about it in the church because, oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. We don't talk about that in the church. In marriage. I, ha- I mean, I have my own views of why we don't right. talk about it. But in marriage, sometimes yeah. it's just not 
talked not, about as much as it should be. Not right? not even, and and I think we're going even as far as saying it's not even talked about between husband and wife. Yeah, enough. yes, yeah. Like what, it, we're, we're going to get real right now. Like what, what each other likes. Yeah. What are our expectations? Yeah. I don't, I don't like when this happened. I did like when this happened. Right. We don't we do don't that We don't talk about that yeah, ever. We don't do that at all. Not happening. And my, my view, and you can feel free to agree and, and disagree, is I think we don't talk about it in the church, I'll say specifically, a lot because I think of how prominent it is. Mm. And if we did talk about it, I think it would hit home for, I'll say everyone, in Mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. So I think it's one of those things we we don't talk about because Mm -hmm. it becomes a a real thing. It's it's easy to imagine this floating God that's just out there. uh, And we can say on Sunday morning, you know, he's a personal God and he loves us. But when we get into these deep personal things of, of scripture and of our personal lives and it hits home, yeah. that's when almost the, as, as church leaders, that fear sets in of we don't want to offend anyone. No. And you don't want to deal with it. And you, exactly. And you don't so want to deal even with the fallout There's of so it. much abuse. Absolutely. There's so much, like you say, fallout of it. There's so much that revolves around that, that it, it's, you don't, I don't want to have to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like you just, that's Whereas you stay away from it, right? the church is supposed to be that place. Right. We should be the place where we can have the hard conversation. Exactly. And support one another and pray for one another. Right. And not just completely diminish yeah. each other from our past experiences or what we're even going through right now. Right. I mean, I, I don't remember the last time. So, and again, I'm not speaking locally here. I'm just Mm-mm. my experience. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the last time someone either during the week or even on a Sunday morning said, I'm struggling with this right now and I need your prayer. Right. It's either I've went through it and God saved me. Hallelujah. Right. Or I'm nervous about the future. Or I know someone. Or I know someone that, or my right. brother or sister. Right. But I, I'm, I think we're missing this authenticity of mm-hmm. saying, this is the struggle in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking you as the church to come alongside of me, walk with me, pray with me. Right. Yeah. Because it has church just in general become a sacred cow where you, you act Ooh. and you behave and yes. you say or don't say certain things. Right. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, we can, we can appreciate that, especially if people have grown up in the church and have been there for, you know, 80 years. We like things we like to keep things the way they are. That's of course, just human of nature. We we like that there are boundaries or rules or unspoken things that we do or do not do, right? It makes us comfortable. Yeah. But I think when you, even if you just start skimming the gospel, you realize very quickly that God didn't call us to a comfortable life. He no, didn't call us not to not talk about the hard things. He didn't call us to just kind of hide in our corner when someone yeah. brings up a hard topic, right? He called us to the complete opposite. So it's a, it's a change in mindset, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's a complete changing church culture, yeah. really. And home too. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and making it that it's okay to talk about these things at home, making it okay for our boys to understand like this, this is a topic that you may feel uncomfortable or embarrassed to talk to us about, yeah. but this you need to like this yeah. is this is the atmosphere that we want to create here is that you can talk and tell anything and know that just like when we go to the feet of Jesus that you're welcome <laughs> and there's mm. grace and we're going to have the conversation and we're going to help you through it right mm. yeah so why talk about sacred cows yeah i think we've touched on it a little bit i, I think i think we have yeah but why talk about it right and i think when we were kind of discussing this topic really what came out is that we keep doing the same things the same way over and over again. And I'm not just talking about the church. I'm talking about our lives in general, families as parents and marriage, um, whatever situation that you find yourself in. We do the same things over and over and over. And for some reason we expect 
God's going to just yeah. plop into this, even yep. though I'm doing it the same way over and over, and he's just going to magically change everything. Yep. Sure, he can do that, because that's Cause the power God. of the God yeah, that absolutely. we believe in. However, <laughs> that's not often how he works. He works with changing within us, right? So we've got to be able to process some of these things. Yeah. We've got to be able to get comfortable talking about some of these things, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's the reason. I agree. And, and I think that's, that's seen exponentially within the church when you look at the prayers that people make. Mm-hmm. Everyone prays for young people, mm-hmm. that we would have young families and young kids and stuff like that. And you know what? When they show up is usually now, okay, we got you here. Now be quiet. We don't want to hear you during the service. We don't, but we don't want to talk about that. Do you you understand what I mean? Yeah. So, so we have the best intentions where we want these things, but there are some, some items I get or or some, some expectations that we still have when we do that. Uh, Another popular prayer is, is God that, you would revive the church, that there would be revival. And we pray this almost with this expectation that, oh, maybe next Sunday will be the next Sunday that 500 people will show up. Right. And I would challenge anyone listening by saying, would you even know what to do if right. 500 people showed up? Right. How would you handle it? Yeah. And I think it's about taking inventory of our life, right? Really understanding our lives. And, and when we stop and, and process some of the stuff in our lives or in the church, it, it's more often than not some sort of sacred cow that's really we didn't know it was there yeah, yeah. And it's blocking us from progressing absolutely right there's yep. some sort of in in our marriage there's some sort of topic that we don't talk about that's right ever or that we keep sweeping under the rug yeah and we don't deal with it yeah. and that's what's stopping our marriage from progressing yeah. or from being better or having more communication in parenting there's some thing right that we don't want to talk about or some behavior that we don't want to deal with because often it's a, it's a reflection of our behavior of course, as parents, of course, right? Yep. We don't want to deal with that. We don't want to, we just sweep it under the rug, right? And we just, that stops us from, from progressing and growing mm. in the church, right? I'm not saying moving the pulpit is going to change no. the church because it's not. <laughs> moving the pulpit's not going to change the church. However, when we really start taking inventory of our, our church, our, our worshiping community, um, what are yeah. some of those things? Yep that are, are sacred, that we don't do, that we don't talk about, that we don't Absolutely. know how to do, yep. right? What are some of those things that's stopping us from being able to not necessarily grow in numbers, yeah. but grow, we don't want to grow wide, we want to grow deep first. That's right? right. And a lot of that can be accounted to culture, but I think more it's accounted to generational. Right. Uh, that's just my thought. Right. Uh, I mean, we, we've we've heard comments over and over from, from many different people throughout our officership where it's, you know, raised this way. We were mm-hmm. raised this way. Mm-hmm. Of course, this this room, of course, it's more holy than that room of mm-hmm. the church. Mm-hmm. Of, of course it is. So mm-hmm. why would you say anything different? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but really, when it comes down to it, is nine times out of ten, and, and you highlighted it beautifully, that if we want to grow as a church, if we want to reach, and specifically, I, I'll talk about the Salvation Army, if we want to reach our community, we really need to do that inventory and say, what are the sacred cows that are preventing right. us right. from doing that? Mm-hmm. What is the the negative side effects or the positive side effects if we remove that sacred cow? Mm-hmm. What is our opportunity loss? What opportunities will present themselves by getting rid or changing X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. The harder part is now doing it. Right. So you can take the inventory. Right. You can do that all you want. It's the same thing with family. Right. 
You can do that all you want. Yeah. But until it actually happens, until you actually follow through with it, yeah. Um, nothing, nothing's gonna happen. Right. You can you can strategically plan all you want. Right. You can think about change all you want, mm -hmm. but until you actually implement it and you have uh, values and variables that you want to see happen out of it, mm -hmm. like I want to see these results. Mm -hmm. Um, not much, not much is gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and, and we like to take up a lot of time in planning, don't we? We do. We love to take up a lot of time in, in saying, in taking the inventory, which is important. But I would say equally, if not more important, is saying, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Yeah. And, and, and can we start doing this now? And understanding that it's not about our plan either. Absolutely not. And nope. it's about God's plan, right? We can plan the perfect. How often have we planned our kids' birthday parties out to a T and we're like, this is going to be amazing. Yep. Everyone's going to have fun. And then it just. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> nothing, nothing planned. Nothing that we planned actually worked. The kids yep. don't like this or the kids don't like that. Um, none of the kids wanted a hot dog. Kind of kids don't like hot dogs. It's true. Anymore. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. that. Anyways, it's just that's what happens, right? We we take inventory and we plan, but then we're not flexible. Absolutely. To understand that it's not my plan, that it, it is. It's God's plan for our marriage, for our lives, for our kids, for our churches. It's it's all about hmm. God and what He desires. Yeah. And pointing others back to Him. <laughs> and I, and I think it's easy to take kind of the plan that we created and say God bless this plan, right? Which is okay to do. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also harder, and we don't do enough in in the home and in our places of work, mm -hmm. are opening ourselves to God first, right? And saying God, I have no idea what you have planned. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm I'm gonna wait. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Can you imagine if you went up to your boss and said, Why don't you have this here? I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for God to speak. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds weird, no, but I, I mean, depending on your work, obviously. Yeah. Um, but w we do. We right. sing it all the time, don't we? For they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. But but I don't want to wait. That's an old chorus. Yeah. It is an old chorus. Yeah. Yeah. But I think ultimately, to sum up, what we want to do here mm -hmm. is until we acknowledge that the sacred cow exists, which is what I, I hope we do right. through this series of, of podcasts, until we acknowledge that sacred cows exist. We'll never be able to understand why they exist, mm -hmm. to ask the questions, and never be able to move forward. Right. So I think that's the ultimate right. reason. Yeah. You know? We've got lots of fun topics. We do. In yeah. our mind. Very excited. We never know where it actually goes. Um, yeah. Because you never know. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you never know what thought's going to pop into Daniel's head <laughs> and it's going to come out his mouth. And there's no <sighs> filter. It's I'm hungry. Good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So... Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in for our first podcast. First one. Sacred Cows. Yeah. We're looking forward to what is in store, what yeah. God has in store for this. Yeah. And like I said, we this has been something that's been on our hearts for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to plan it. We wanted to do it right. We wanted to make sure that this is actually something God wanted us to do. Mm -hmm. um, but we hope that through this, um, you can see that we're we're real people, mm -hmm. that we can just be authentic, we can be open with you, we can be transparent, and hopefully that will be reciprocated, that forever is listening if you want to reach out, if you want to talk to either Bria or myself, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook, do that, reach out, we'd love to have a chat with you. Mm -hmm. But I think I'll leave it there for now. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys we're so much. We're going to go eat, apparently. Mm -hmm. Maybe some cow. Cue outro. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And remember, as 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. May you find that peace in your questioning. Thank you.